What's up everyone? Today we're talking about what to do with your training if you're time poor. We've got a whole lot of our tribe that have jumped on our UMS Foundations Phase 1 program and getting some great questions for people that are, as we said, time poor. Stick around if you want to know what to do to maximize your training time. What's up everyone? Uh, my name is Yanni Bormeister. I am graced with the presence of Phil White. Rad Bormeister and Richard Lellies. Together we are Unity Gym and the Unify Movement System. If you want to know how we turn driven people into superhumans, get your butt over to the UMS Movement Mastermind, download our blueprints, just become awesome in general. Do it. How is everyone? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. I feel like I've got a question of the day for today. Ooh, I'm feeling super chuffed today because I just finished the uh, new shelves that we were putting in the gym that caused the flooding and uh they look amazing it's it all quite, worth it quite, it was all worth <laughs> it's it all worth shutting down all come together. two city blocks worth of water <laughs> yeah that's exactly right most expensive shelves in the history of uh sydney i think how is everyone how's richie on the mic up there good man good now yeah. behind fancy monitors they can't yeah, see his face richie's, richie's uh, truly a man of mystery really. <laughs> Richie's control tower, we call it the, uh, what do you call it? The control station, I can't remember. Anyway. Are they working? Like Are the monitors working? Yeah. One is. One yeah. is. Yeah. He's, and he's waiting for another plug for the other one. Extra <laughs> mysterious. Stop I it. like it. Stop <laughs> it. So uh, today we're going to answer a very common question. It's a very good question. It's a very common question. And it is about you know, fitting everything in, what to do. And uh, in a moment, I'll get Rad to read out the full question from, from one of our new tribe members, uh, Doran, who has just jumped on and grabbed the foundations program and is about to kick that off. And this is a, an issue that a lot of people face. So I think we can give a lot of value here today. Uh, first and foremost, do you want to read out what the question of the day is, Rad? For sure. For sure. So Doran, do Doran Barsam has, um, he's just jumped on our flash sale at the moment, uh, which you've still got another six hours to get if you want to get our UMS Foundation Phase 1 program. And uh, he's saying, I have completed a few other programs and train about four times a week. Should I start at Phase 1 or skip to another phase? Where do I get the PDF of the tracker for the phases so that I can track progress simultaneously with the workout? Uh, and i.e. have the tracker in one window and switch to the login area on another window. Are you supposed to do upper and lower body stretching routine before every workout as well as stretching after every exercise in the workouts? It just seems to me that each workout is going to take a really long time and unfortunately I don't get too much free time in a day to work out so I try to fit everything into a maximum of 45 minutes. I'm currently doing some other weightlifting programs on alternative days. Would you advise this? So we've got um, a lot of two questions elements. Here. There's two elements well, to the question. You dis disregard the um, the PDF track the is PDF in the program, bro. That, it's right there. Just just yeah. scroll through the content, and you'll see it right there. Yeah, yeah, that's not a question. The yeah. question that we can give value for here is uh, the forty-five minute time mm. limit and and what to do, what to prioritize, and mm. second, the combination of other workouts in conjunction with. Uh, UMS, which we get a lot because people are afraid to let go of what they're doing. Um, and that there's a lot of psychology that plays into that. I've certainly felt that before when you do something that you're enjoying and, and you're, you know, you, you start doing something different. It's mm -hmm. sort of like, am I going to move away from this other thing or, or not? So we'll get to that second. But what I actually really meant when I uh, threw the mic over to you was read out the question of the day. But now Phil can do that. 
So question, question of the day. day. How do you fit the UMS? Uh, how do you fit in the UMS program with your other training? Yeah, so that's it? what we want to know. For those of you that are doing the UMS program or have done the UMS program, what did you do to fit it in with your training? Yeah. How I, did you make it work? And I think I did think you uh, neglect your family. Did almost, did you, uh, I think there's yeah, almost a better way of asking that. Sh- do, do, did you think, like, or after doing the UMS for a few months, did you think that there was any need for anything else outside of the UMS? It's a different way you could ask that question. But uh, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like to play sports. Um, I really get so much joy out of, you know, I like training, but I love having training leading up to doing something with my body and so for me i had a beach volleyball tournament on the weekend and i trained beach volleyball during the week um and also do a bunch of surfing and a bit of triathlon stuff in there as well and that just keeps me like it's a positive feedback loop of motivation for doing what i do in the gym because i know that it's sort of like a means to an end like it's it's i I, it's a healthy behavior that i want to do for my whole life but having it attached to some kind of fun expression of like fitness I think just really get hey, going. Hey, don't tell me that you actually train in the gym so that you can perform <laughs> functionally outside. Of the <laughs> that's gym. sweet. That's know. a ridiculous concept, Phil. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Out there, but we all just train so that we can get jacked in front of the mirror, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I think it's 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 uh, you've, you've got to find what works with your personality and what works with your motivation. Because I know there's a lot of people who feel like they should be doing the gym and they turn it into this this chore. But I think if you can f- and but you know there are other people who just turn up and just absolutely get so much joy in doing the training in itself. But yeah, for me, I'm I'm someone who loves to uh, compete in in games, big or small. Uh, and yeah, I think just having having a sport in there just really does it for me. So yeah. Well, I'm going to answer the one of the questions that you haven't included in what you said. There's two phases of this question or two parts to it, which is. I've done plenty of other training programs before. Should I start at phase one or skip to another phase? Absolutely not. Do not skip to another phase. We've had people that have been training for 15 years uh, and that are very accomplished in what they can do and they still do phase one. Yep. Don't think that this is a beginner program. Don't make that mistake. Yeah. Like, is a dumbbell, is a chest press and a bent over row a beginner exercise or are the strongest people in the world doing ch- still doing chest press and bent over rows? Because yeah. that's what's in phase one. I, I actually, it's not, I <laughs> it's actually not a beginner watched, program. I watched a clip from um, Cal Strength the other day of one of the uh, world champion wrestlers uh, training, doing his, his weights um, training. And he was doing... Ec- um, exercises identically yeah. the same as the foundations program he was using all dumbbells yeah. he was doing pause reps he was yeah. controlling his tempo yeah. doing bent over rows mr olympia press. athletes go and train with people like the late charles poliquin and they will do programs where they do dumbbell chest press yeah. bent over rows external rotations yeah. forearm conditioning it is not a beginner's program it is a foundational strength program which referred that's we didn't call it the ums beginner oh program we called it the ums foundations program because it's the foundation of all strength and flexibility yeah and everyone every foundation can always it doesn't matter how strong it is it can always use a little bit of retweaking so it doesn't matter how strong your foundation is you can still go back to this and benefit from it so don't skip phase one yeah 100 percent. well now that we've answered that question um i'd just like to say uh because phil made me feel very lazy there uh with his little preface i used to uh, be an athlete too, all right, until I ran three businesses and then I had to, and had children, I had to give it all up myself. So all my hobbies went out, but I was a boxer from 14 to 30 and played competitive soccer and then before that, uh, rugby league. So, huh, 
yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm in that that sweet spot where Phil's I still currently yeah yeah he's still he's Without still doing it. He's got no kids. He's got no kids, and he's not running a, a, a company that's too over the top. And uh, he's still managing his time. So I wasn't a dig at you. Just no, what <laughs> no I, I know. What personally, I just, uh, works. Just sit here going, oh god, I feel terrible. <laughs> uh, anyway, players uh, come in with some great answers, you guys. If there's anyone else listening or watching live on the UMS Movement Mastermind, and if you're listening on the podcast or YouTube, you should join that Facebook group because that's where you can ask questions. Here, anyone that's watching live that does the UMS Foundations or Progressions program, please answer the question of the day: How do you fit in the UMS program with your other training? Clay, we'll get to yours soon. Thanks, brother. But everyone else, please. Because we do have a lot of athletes now. First and foremost, with the Foundations program, it's different to our UMS Progressions program in one key factor. It's only a four-day split as opposed to a six-day split. And the UMS Foundations program, we did that because people starting off into a six-day split, it was often quite difficult. And by the time you get through the foundations and you sink your teeth into the UMS progressions style of training, you will be, uh, you, you'll be liberated. You will have learned how you can factor in your own training in and outside of it. So we got guys here who play rugby union. That's probably the most common. We've had a couple of pro um, professional soccer players through here, football players, and they have to change the program a little bit to suit their training schedule outside of the gym. You know, I know that Tom here who Richie trains at lunchtime uh, changes the split so that his leg days don't interrupt as much with game day and his training outside for rugby union um, but with the foundations program it's only four days we drop the straight arm scapular strength uh, and also the option to do athletic performance, which is mostly hip stabilization stuff. Um, and you can take that up if you want to, but you can do the foundations perfectly by allocating only four workouts a week. Isn't that right? Yeah, the, well, there's a really good reason why we do that, and that is because there is so much to learn yep. with our programs. There's so many videos to watch, and we tried it for a good 12 months, I'd say, and the overwhelming feedback that we got is that it was really overwhelming for people and it was too much and people were feeling like they were letting themselves down by not doing the six days a week that the program had. And we believe that we were letting everybody else down by creating a program that made themselves feel like they were letting themselves down by not doing it. Yep. So, and I can see Phil like giving a little hallelujah moment here because we just, you know, the, the best program that you can do is the program that you do. So we simplified it. The best program purely. is the next program. Yeah. Nope. No. The best <laughs> program is posture. Yeah. Best posture is the next posture. Uh, the best program, best program that you do is the one that you actually do. <laughs> so we made it. Um, we, four days a week is more than enough to train to get a good result for um, most people at any level. Even even at our level, if we trained four days a week and we did good training, we would still get a great result, right? Yeah, 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 yeah we would. So that's why we uh, changed it to four days a week. And very, very, very rarely, we have somebody that's a real overachiever that says, listen, I like to train five or six days a week. What do I do? And we can so easily just throw that straight arm strength day in there for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's why we did that. But this brings us to the element of the, the question, which is uh that just quickly just to correct everyone the best program is the next program because it's the program you're not adapted to yet that's why i say that love it uh -huh. it's a new one uh, no i've been saying that for years yeah uh, now <laughs> you heard it here first though <laughs> now um 
what I think we should start by by suggesting that for for Doran and anyone else who's got this conundrum where they they've got uh you know it might be like that you're doing a bit of powerlifting this is a common one so you want to keep your do you're doing your deadlift session or your bench press session or whatever how it is um, first and foremost it is certainly going to interrupt the foundations program if you're doing movements that are in the gym if you're doing and, and here's where we'll draw the line if you're doing sports specific training so yeah. for instance you go and do football training two nights a week and play on the weekend then absolutely you can keep doing that you just may have to change the the, the weekly split to fit so that you don't do leg day right before you go and are expected to do, you know, 40 meter dashes and, mm -hmm. and or a beep test or something like that, you know? Uh, and and th that's where I'll say, yeah, hundred percent, keep doing your workouts outside and, and maybe um, um, send us a question saying, how do I alter the split and give us your other training days that you're committed to already and what you're doing. But if it's a gym related workout, uh, then where you're doing um, barbell work, kettlebell work, dumbbell work, then it's absolutely going to affect the program and the program is absolutely going to affect your current uh, regime. And so what we need to do then is ask, okay, what am I doing this foundations program for? What are my goals? Yep. You know, because the foundations program is going to go for, if you're only doing phase one of it, it's only going to go for um, four to six weeks, depending on your, your, your experience level. And if you do the whole program from phase one to three, it's going to be a very short macro cycle yep. in your in the grand scheme of things. Yep. And the amount of benefit you'll draw from it is huge. Yep. Absolutely huge. And then when you come back to your powerlifting or whatever you're doing, you are going to be better off for it. I've yeah. done this before myself yeah. and I've come back going, holy crap, like there's just li less resistance in my body. Yeah. I, I can do things and generate power more efficiently now, you yeah. know, and I'm less likely to get injured. Yeah. So you got to start by saying, okay, what am I doing? Am I, am I going to go all in on this or am I only going to dip my toe in the, in, in the pool of awesomeness and not do it properly? And that's the first thing to get your head around and I, it's not it's not easy to give up something that you're doing that you're sort of enjoying you know i've learned this the hard way myself i think the first thing you have to do is you have to be really really honest with yourself if you signed up to a program with somebody else you signed up because you want something that you haven't been able to create yourself otherwise you wouldn't have paid for it you, yeah you do it yourself so you have to become really clear on that acknowledgement you have to say be clear that you're saying i am doing this because I believe that I haven't been able to achieve the result that I want on my own. And that's why, like I have never signed up for an online program and I've done several of them myself without making a full acknowledgement of, I want something that I can't create myself and I'm, I'm paying somebody that knows more than me to learn from them. And when you do that, if you pay somebody that knows more than you to learn from them, but then you try to manipulate that into what you think you know better, you're just robbing yourself. Mm. You're robbing yourself. Like the only way to really, truly learn from someone like when i was back in i learned this lesson in kung fu in martial arts um and i learned it the hard way by going to a new school with my teacher and debating with him on the way that you should kick because i got taught how to do it like this at my last academy and i'll never forget this lesson it's i, I really this really changed my perspective as a student um, and you have to learn to be a good student. Being a good student is not something that comes naturally for a lot of people. You have to learn to be a good student. And he said to me, he just smiled at me and he said, Rad, are you here to learn or are you here to teach? Why mm. did you come to this school? And I went, 
I, well, and I said to myself, well, I didn't come here to teach, did I? I came to learn. And he said, you've only got one choice. You, you decide, do I have something that is valuable that I can teach you? And do you want to learn it? And if you do, be quiet and learn. And if you don't think I've got something valuable to teach you, then go somewhere else. But mm. that's, that's your choice. So, yeah, if you're going to do something like the Foundations Program, that's such a small amount of time. Ask yourself why you're doing it. I've never met anybody that came into our ecosystem that didn't feel that they were doing it for structural balance. People come here because they feel like oh, I'm imbalanced, either strength to flexibility or left to you right side or old injuries, whatever. So go 100 percent. Do it 100 yeah. percent for the. If you've only got phase one, God, it's four to six weeks. Yeah. Stop everything else. Do it 100 percent and and see what happens. It's yeah. such a small. I, of time. I see this a lot with training where people are half in. They go half in. They're like, oh yeah, I want to do this, but I'm only half in. And they and get no I results. I give you an example of it. I share a <laughs> I share a story. Yeah, this is the thing. You know, when there's lots on the line, you go all in. Yeah. When there's not so much on the line, you can go half in. To give you an example of where I see people go all in is when you go to learn how to skydive. When you go to learn how to skydive, I've never seen a group of people listen to the instructor more attentively. <laughs> because if you go half in yeah. learning how to skydive and you've got to pull your own ripcord and pack your own chute yeah. and you fuck it up, yeah. then you die. There's yeah. a lot on the line. Yeah. So everyone is laser focused on the mm. coach and there is no one there who argues that there's a better way to do it. Yeah. They just <laughs> shut the fuck up yeah. and listen to the guy teaching you how to pack your chute and pull Love your ripcord. You know, and so when you go into a program, be a skydiving student, yeah. you know, listen attentively, put, put, consider that your life is on the line, your results are on the line if, yeah. you, if you do it, you know, don't, don't be the guy in the skydiving class arguing with the instructor that there's a better way he knows how to do it and, um, and then be the dude whose chute doesn't open when you're falling out of the plane. Yeah. And one <laughs> of the, like, there's a pretty good example of with physiotherapy and like rehabilitation exercise, one of the kind of main reasons why surgery has been shown to be effective in some cases is because people then take their rehab seriously. It's like, if they get to the point where they've had surgery, they're like, oh, I've got it. Like, obviously I have to do post-op rehab. When really, if you'd done the same exercises or because you were not, you know, uh, you know, had your knee chopped off and replaced by a, a plastic bit, even done sort of even harder and, and, and stronger exercise beforehand, you may not have needed the surgery in the first place. And they've done that with amazing studies where they've done uh, actual placebo surgery, so they haven't even done, they've just cut the person open and then sewn them back up. So it's like proper tested scientific research to show that if you have the high stakes of, our oh, lights have gone out. Oh, um, oh maybe reset the yeah. power board. Uh, that's okay for people on podcasts. You don't need lights. You just got our dulcet tones. Um, yeah, but if you have the high stakes of surgery, that it actually makes you take your rehab seriously. So try and uh, control that part of your brain that that you know needs yeah, the high stakes. And yeah, treat that. I like that. Be the skydiving student. No yeah, that's cool. That's right. That comes up. When the power yeah. Goes. So sorry about that, guys. That's so the. The I think the thing that you want to uh, sorry I, I lost what I was saying that was something that I was um, I was uh, gonna say the people that get the best results in our programs are often the people that come who are compromised and that in in that case um, they they are the ones that have more on the line. 
because they're they're in pain they're experiencing pain and pain is a very good reason to just do the work you know yeah and so some of the guys like Lockie is a great example of this who's one of our he got the ultimate athlete last year still to be uh, handed over because we didn't have our <laughs> award ceremony at the end of the year um, he was very compromised when he came with his yeah. back pain you yeah. know and so he just did it he knew okay I need to just take this in and I need to do it now I want to make this clear we don't know um, in the question um, I'm speaking very broadly here I'm not suggesting that Doran who's asked this question because it's a very good question I'm not suggesting he hasn't given us enough context to know exactly what mm. he's doing outside of the program yeah. or wants to do it could be that he's playing football it could be that he's a martial artist and all of these yeah, different things course, yeah. we're talking very general here so Duran if you watch this or if you are watching this please don't feel attacked by it we're yep. just trying to put this in terms where other people can take away a little bit of insight from it as well you know and if you're if you want to reach out to us and give us more specifics about what you're wanting to do outside of the program then we can help better help you fit it together yeah. but if it is a weightlifting program if it is another style of weights training a very good example that we've had in the past is people come in and they're crossfitters and they, they want to do, do this yeah. but they still want to go to crossfit and i said that's very similar to being a power lifter identical and then wanting to do olympic lifting mm. you know at, you, like to, to get to max out on deadlifts and back squats and then think that you can go and perform well the next day in olympic lifting mm, is just silly yeah. you know you won't be able to and you'll probably hurt yourself you'll you you you'll, you won't be able to load uh, manage load properly as phil would say and you'll most likely overload your system and end up end up compromised you know so i think that's what we're trying to get at here like ch ch think about why you're doing it and if the reasons are strong enough then be the skydive student like just yep. go and really listen and pack your freaking shoot properly yep. you know <laughs> next, so let's, next section of the question yeah just we're gonna have to wrap this up um so he's saying now are you supposed to do the upper and lower body stretching routine before every workout no you're not you're supposed to do the upper body stretching. It's not called a stretching routine, it's a warm up. So the upper body warm up before the upper body workout and the lower body warm up before the lower body workout. Yep. So let's clear that up real quick. And then he's also saying, are you also supposed to do the stretching after every exercise in the workouts? Yes, you are if you do it, but it, you know, it's, um, this program is completely customizable to the individual. So I've written it in a way where you can do it that way or you can say, oh man, I've only got 45 minutes to train. How am I gonna customize it to myself? Make it shorter. Well, yeah, do this a, is, a this is what we should really we should really drive home now. You know, if you're time poor, how do you fit it in? What's the most important thing to do? Yeah, well, I would say definitely that the most important thing to do is to do the, the primary lifts, the, the A's and B's, you know, yeah. the vertical push-pull and horizontal push-pull on the bent arm strength and the, str and the flexibility. And the flexibility in yeah. between it. And the supplementary lifts, you know, they're important, but I would... I would argue that it's more important yeah. to, to train those compound movements. And people might fall into the trap there of being like, oh, you know, I want to do strength more so you could cut out the um, flexibility and just shorten the rest periods. But yep. like the reason why the rest periods are there is so you can get a good strength outcome. If yeah, you shorten the rest right. periods, you're not going to lift as that's to the same level and you won't get the same mm -hmm. adaptation. So you're going to keep the rest periods in there so anyway. So you have to do something. So do the, you may as well do may the as well do Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, right. That's right. And then just work through the flexibility exactly as it's laid out and do as much of it as you can in the time that you allow yourself to get through those A's and B's. Yep. 
And definitely Zero don't cuts. cut out the warm-up. The yeah. warm-up is very quick and efficient. Once you get good at it, you can knock it out minutes. very quickly. It's, well, you, you, know, put the, you put the clock on, it goes for 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly, that's right, right, exactly. And you, you know, I think that you could get to a point where the, work, the warm-up is so efficient that you could probably get it done in less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Because that you've got to remember, we allow for the ring stuff yeah. for a lot of yeah. extra time. So yeah. I think when you I could probably- warm-up, I get it in six or seven Yeah, minutes. this is no, what I'm saying. Days, I reckon yeah. you could get it done in six minutes yeah. once you get really efficient at it you know yep. so don't cut that out because the amount of times i've cut the warm-up out when i've jumped up out of my chair and gone geez i've just got to go out and lift something because i'm so busy today i hurt myself every time look doran's question is he actually finishes by saying i'm currently doing some other weightlifting programs on alternative days would you advise this no we, we yeah uh, not why you're doing this i like so many you know so many people we get there's two kinds of people that come to us that have this same kind of question some people come to us and say, hey, I like to do this training outside of the gym, would you advise it? And we always say, no, I would recommend that you do this. Some people don't follow that advice and then they find it's too much. They can't keep up with doing their CrossFit and the UMS and they stop the UMS because they're married to their CrossFit. Yeah. Others say, okay, I'm going to try this. And they stop doing whatever it was that they were doing before they do this. They do it for about two or three weeks and they go, my God, I've never felt better. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep doing this. Just to, and just you'll never know that if you don't it, try yeah, it. Yeah, that's exactly you'll right. Never just know embrace it. it and give it its time. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah. go all in. Now we, uh, let's, let's go through this, these yeah. comments. Yeah. So the question of the day was, how do you fit in the UMS program with your other training? Clay Conway is saying, I'm busy too. I sometimes skip the C exercises depending on what they are. I try not to skip the stretches, but sometimes I do only one set of them instead of three, etc. And then he also says, I don't do any other training except five to 10 minutes of additional cardio on my stationary bike. Awesome, Clay. Great way to fit the program in. Yep. Vinny is saying right I now. I should say, you, and I don't want to discourage people who only have 45 minutes. You can no, God, no. absolutely get a good workout in, in 45 we, minutes. We all do sometimes. Yeah. Richard never does. Richard's a beast. He always trains for an hour and a half. But yeah. sometimes we, the three of us, do 30-minute yeah. workouts. Yeah. A lot of work to do and yeah. clients. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And you, don't you ever be discouraged if you're a little bit time restricted. Mm. I mean, quite frankly, guys, just doing the warm-up, getting up out of your chair and doing 10-minute yeah. warm-up is going to be so good for you, yeah. you know? And just a quick, like, quick point on and trying to build other incidental exercises into your day just has a massive like impact on your overall fitness because even if you you know change from you know driving to work to doing like a 10 15 minute walk or i've just changed from getting the bus to cycling every day and now that's you know 12 hilly k's each each way and like that will massively add yeah, up and it's just absolutely. a little like changes to your lifestyle where it's you can try and find other ways of fitting incidental exercise. It doesn't help you get through your UMS training thing, but it's a way of just thinking like yeah. yep. how Absolutely. to build a healthier lifestyle. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Sure. Vinny's saying right now I'm prioritizing the flexibility masterclass with the at-home workouts and doing any Taekwondo training at night. So he's doing the UMS uh, at homes and the masterclass in the morning, which is just awesome, Vinny, because you know I know what your goals are. You're really keen to be able to kick higher. And so you're you're doing the things that are gonna give you the biggest impact, you know, and, and that's unreal. So good to see you pro um, progressing. Lee Le Clements is a good example of uh, someone who was a CrossFitter who's doing the Foundations program. And uh, she's doing half hour of a sweat session on the other two days because it's a four day split, which is a great way of doing it because yeah. it, mix it up, mixes it up. And quite frankly, Le you, you guys could do a really high intensity hit session on those other two days, you know, and that yeah. would still be absolutely fine. Yeah, you know? I do. Since we've stopped the at-home workouts, I just do my bare minimum is I've been doing for the last month. I've been doing one hit session for 16 minutes uh, once a week and then I try to do a second one. 
But the research shows that doing a HIIT session for eight minutes once a week is enough to see increases in cardiovascular fitness that are equivalent to a slow and steady run of about 60 minutes, I remember Tony was saying. And that's um, infinitely more than doing nothing. That's yeah, exactly right. That's exactly you know? right. So, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, if so you can just do Lee, it once that's or twice fantastic. a week, fantastic. Yeah. Other days doing part of Mobility Masterclass plus cardio. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Boom. Perfect. Liz Young is saying, I do UMS programming three days, bit of cycling and running other days. I kind of mix it up to get my own balance. For my strength training, less is more. See, that's awesome. Yeah, you know? I perfect. mean, three days a week of doing UMS programming is infinitely better than no days a week. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just so good. And you still get to do the things that you love doing. You know, you don't feel like you're missing out on things because you're training. It's like Phil says, it shouldn't feel like it's a chore. Yeah. You shouldn't feel like when you go to do that fourth day of UMS, you're like, oh my God, again, you know, I really want to go cycling. Just yeah. do three days, yeah. you know, and enjoy the other things that you yeah. like doing. Yeah. Line absolutely. up with your goals. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So Dave Clark is saying, I follow the foundations program four days a week, then still have three days spare to do Taekwondo uh, twice a week. Last weekend, uh, I was getting complimented on my flexibility improvements. So I guess your programs are working. That's nice awesome, one, Dave. Dave. That's so good, man. And you've only been with us um, for a short period of time, Dave. So that's really cool to see that you're, you're seeing objective improvements. Um, that's just unreal, brother. Uh, and Diane Norbury is saying, I combine strength and flexibility sets from the at-home workouts with CrossFit Metcons and finish with mobility work three days a week. Other days I do straight uh, at-home workouts or the 18-minute routine, depending on how I feel. And you know what? I love what you guys are writing here because this is exactly how the UMS is intended. It's intended to teach you how to fish so that you can figure out what's going to work for you, but understand just some basic programming principles so that your body evolves well. And there's some people out there that do the UMS exactly as it's written. And then there's other people that do this. And this is, that's just unreal. How good is it? I mean, if you guys saw what we get done in the workout here in an hour at Unity Gym, it's a hybrid version of the online program. We do the warm up for 10 minutes. We do 30 minutes of strength and flexibility specific training. And then we have a sweat session at the end that complements it's always complementary. Two days a week, it's predominantly cardio-based. And lower body and exercises. And lower body exercises. Body days, yeah. And then three days a week, it's complementary, but it's still a hit session. It's yeah. still, you know, pretty intense, 20-minute uh, circuit at the end there. And the guys are absolutely smashed. And we often have people who come from like a CrossFit class or something like that who are used to that high intensity for 30 to 40 minutes. And they f- finish the strength and flexibility kind of going, like, I feel good, strong and supple, but I haven't got that feeling yet. And then they do the sweat session at the end and go, wow, there it is, rounded out, boom, you know. And that's all done in a 60-minute session. So, you know, and we have to do that in in the gym because we're a little, we have to be a bit more efficient at getting people through the gym a little bit quicker, you know. Uh, people's lunch break before work yeah that's exactly right you know but yeah so there's there's lots of ways to do it guys and something is always better than nothing uh yeah yeah, i love all the feedback people watching online like yeah we hope like with all these daily discussions we're hoping just to give you the tools as as rad was saying and it's so cool to see you guys implementing and and getting it done getting it done yeah guys remember if you are watching the replay on youtube get yourself over to that ums movement mastermind richie's always uh, richie manages our uh, youtube and he's always trying to answer specific questions 
from the YouTube uh, subscribers, but we want you to get over and ask those questions in the Movement Mastermind group because we can interact better there. The reason why we do it is because we can interact better. If we need to, we can get you to post a video of what you're doing so we can actually see it and critique it. We can't do that on YouTube. They, they, they don't give us that flexibility and freedom. And also on the podcast, Big love to everyone listening on the podcast. If you haven't already, get over and join the UMS Movement Mastermind group or post your questions as a voice recorded question, comment Link on the, the podcast. The yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And for those of you that are that are listening right now or watching right now, uh, you still have about six hours left to grab the UMS Foundation's Phase 1 program. This is the... This is the duck's nuts of what we do. This is the, the this is what really sets us apart. It's what brings the strength and flexibility together to create a, um, a balanced program. And it's the way that um, we get all of our uh, online tribes started. So grab it. It's a great uh, discounted price and uh, it's available for another six hours. Ooh, good stuff. There you go. You can see what we're talking about. Yep. Okay, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to continue on the talk of sort of building the optimal body, turning driven people into... Strong, flexible athletes. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, everyone. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. It's the gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.